Welcome to Last God Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. Up there, up top. Oh, me? Oh, I'm Mel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Melissa is here. Uh, world famous uh, chef, Melissa, from Mel's Hi. Magical Meals. Link's in the description below. How you doing, Mel? I am uh, very well. How are you? Mm, I'm all right. How are you, Danny? I'm good. Yeah. I, I'm, I apparently I'm computer illiterate today, but you know, otherwise pretty good. Everybody at your job drained you of your ability to use a computer. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I was listen. I I did it eight months and no problem. And I think that my body's just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> that happens to me too. Where I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw this in the bin and that's that's it. Right. I don't do this now. Like. <laughs> okay, Melissa. Have you heard yeah. our program? Do you understand what's going on? It's all right. You won't hurt our uh, feelings if the answer is no. You only hurt our I, feelings I like 40%. Um, I have heard. Yes. <laughs> I have listened. <laughs> She's heard of us. <laughs> I have heard of you guys. I think we met once. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I don't even know you. Oh, I'm sorry, new phone, who's this? Exactly. <laughs> new Zoom, who's this? My mouse doesn't work. I don't know anybody. <laughs> <sighs> I'm like, I thought this was an unsolicited call. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, remember chat roulette? That's this. Oh, I don't know what that is, but I'll, I'll show my um, techno technological ignorance, I guess. <laughs> well chat roulette was like a little app program where you would sign on and then random people would show up so you could have supposedly a spontaneous conversation with new people but it turned into just dicks i was gonna be like that's like a dick pic heaven yeah it is that's yeah. what happened it oh my god can i tell you <laughs> so i get a notification i don't really know instagram very well so i get a notification that monkey Alyssa is having like a live chat like she's live so I'm like, oh, my niece has got to be doing something awesome. Mm. Apparently, she was talking to some guy and like a boy with another girl. And I was like, I don't think I should be here. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. And the guy's like, college is going great. I'm like, I'm going to see my way out. <laughs> like, I was like, um, Merry Christmas. Good night, monkey. I love you. And. Oh, her, her friend was like, your aunt loves you. She's so cute. I was like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. And the boy's like, who's that? I'm like, no, I'm going to leave now. Goodbye. And I like clicked out. I'm like, I don't. I'm like, I don't think that was live for everyone. Maybe I don't. Understand. It was live for everyone. I'm like, did I get into a conversation that I shouldn't have been involved in somewhere? Nah, if it was going to go there, they would have taken it to chat roulette, you know? <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. Is that what it is? I don't think there is a chat roulette anymore, is there? No. I think that is next Snapchat now. Well, that's also dicks, but not all dicks. Yeah, because I was going to be like, Monkey was doing Snapchat where she was making like videos of um, empanadas pulling apart. Oh, people like that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's only part-time dicks. It's only part-time dicks over there. <laughs> <laughs> Every 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 invention. Remember when small like phones were getting infinitely smaller and smaller, and they were like the size of a tic tac box at some point, and then you were able to access the internet on your phone, which means you could access porn, and suddenly they're the size of a fucking television up to your head. Yeah. Once yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, it was all the rage to have tiny phones, and now it's all the rage to have big phones. 
Oh my, next year's gonna be flip phones. Oh, I wish. I like flip phones. They're gonna be like, like again. Flip phones, you can still like snap it shut. Like mm. right. this call. <laughs> They're gonna be flip phones, but like size of the Kindle books. I, yeah, no, <laughs> they'll lose an ear or something. Right. <laughs> and we're back. Okay, that was just a little bit of weird mic crap or whatever, and weird mouse stuff, and I guess the computer's just and, gonna. And we're all picked out now. <sighs> Good grief. All right, I'll I think. I'll try not to touch my computer. <laughs> I, I don't touch the computer. <laughs> I saved part one just in case, which I want to do. All right, there we go. Okay. My goodness. I <laughs> I got a message from Judy that was like, hey, click this fun thing or whatever. And I'm like, cool. Uh, this looks like spam. Don't open this unless you get confirmation. And then Judy's like, it's genuine. And I was like, yeah, text me. It's crickets <laughs> yeah, now. <can't>... No. <laughs> she wrote back the letter K, which is very on Judy. That's me. I usually write gay. I know. I was like, and it's it's from Are we like still recording. Yeah, man. <laughs> Always, we're forever recording. It's from a website yeah, called I... OpenFast.com, and I'm like, there's no way Judy sent me anything. No. I was like, disagree, disagree hard. Okay, so. All right, so we Mel was saying she's heard of us. Right. Yes. Yes. My goodness. Um, Danny. Yeah. You tell Melissa which two gods oh. she has to pick between. Okay, because Teresa has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. She does this to me every episode. There are so many episodes where I'm just sitting here talking to nobody. Myself. I'm talking to myself. So today you're going to have to pick between Pan and Hecate. Oh, she needed a booze about this. It's serious business. It is. Okay, so we're picking between Pan and Hecate. So I don't know if you've listened to the recent episodes where we've got them squaring off now. Uh, I think so. Okay. So the first, when we first started, we were just one god, an episode, and ranking them. Okay. And then now we're in the... Semifinals. This is the, the like semifinals. the basketball. The basketball. Yeah. yeah. We don't understand. Um, so <laughs> at this point... <laughs> Pan and Hecate have made it to this. So whoever, so wait, so whoever wins this round goes up against Dionysus, right? Right, in the very final final. For the last odd standing. Oh. So, so this what? is almost the final countdown. Well, that's yes. exciting. I know, mom or dad has to oh fight goodness. against Dionysus. Right. Right? Well, that's what I said. I'm like, it's either dark mother or drunk dad. How do you pick? I know. I know. And to be fair, your husband was one of the reasons Dionysus made it. This <laughs> <laughs> and then your Teresa's brother got Dionysus another time. So he's, we, you know, we kind of stacked the deck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think if you're going to stack the deck, Dionysus would be the guy to do it. Right. Yeah. So tonight, Teresa is going to do Hecate, and I'm going to present my case for Pan. Yes, and I was told not to research to go in. No. Yes. Because I was like, oh, I need to like brush up. And then she was like, no. 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 <laughs> Who do you want to hear from first, Pan or Hecate? Oh, goodness. Uh, let's do Pan. Oh, there you go. Again. And then, oh, wait. Oh, I didn't bring my. <laughs> <laughs> Your penny was low. <laughs> 
Okay, so Pan is the god of the wild. He's the god of shepherds, flocks, nature of uh, nature, rustic music, ecstatic dance, and impromptus, and a companion of the nymphs. He's actually very closely related with Dionysus and Demeter, as um, they're all considered on some level fertility and earth deities. Mm. Um, Pan is not one of the original Olympians, um, unlike unlike Dionysus and Demeter. He's actually considered, he might be possibly older than the Olympians. They huh. don't really, yeah. There's a couple of stories about how he came to be, but they also feel like, I think when it comes to the earth deities, they just tend to be like, well, they've always been here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like he they came with the forest. <laughs> right, like we just, we, we came with the house. <laughs> yeah. He has the hindquarters and legs of a goat and the horns of a goat. Um, in the same matter as a fawn or a satyr, but he's above them. So he would be like, he's like their deity, even though, Literally. yeah, he's like the head guy. Yeah. Um, he's the only god that gets depicted with an erection in old art. Um, all the other gods. Yeah. Um, I didn't look it up, but feel free to. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't look for any uh, pan unsolicited dick pics? No, no. Um, but... Did you watch I'll Carnival Row? Send you some later. Oh, thanks. No. Did you watch Carnival Row? No. Okay. I might even watch yeah, the show. <laughs> okay, so Carnival Row is about. I'm not going to go into a long, but it has it has uh, satyrs in it, okay. and they're very sexy. Um, well, yeah. Like, I'm not into like having sex with a half goat, but I could have made an exception for some of these guys, and whoever was doing. The writing of this was definitely researching what the satyrs were all about because they were not just were they like into having sex, but they were also connected with fertility and the spring. Um, mm. But at the same time, Pan is also, even without all of his sexy, sexy goodness, he's also considered to be the god of the theatrical criticism. So, <laughs> so I wouldn't say he's de definitely like a heckler. But I think he's probably somebody that if you're not doing a good job, he's going to tear you down. Like, he's looking at you with his judgy eyes and his yeah, hard I, dick. I kind of think in some respects, based on the little I know about Shakespeare, I feel like Shakespeare might have embodied him in some of his insults. Mm. Uh, with it being witty and mean, but at the same time, you're like, damn, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like you almost can't be offended because you're impressed. Exactly. exactly. I should have thought of that one. <laughs> uh, the word panic actually derives from his name, and he is also the god of panic. It was said that the few times he decided that he wanted to get involved in any war or protecting the area usually involved when the shepherds or the peasants uh, were being threatened. Not he didn't care about like the big wars, like the Trojan and all that other stuff but he did care if his lands were going to be trampled on and or his shepherds or the the lower people and i'm putting that in parentheses because he he was not somebody that the upper born classmen really cared about but he would what he would do is if they they were coming to you know trample the land or whatever he would cause them to become disorientated and make a lot of noise and it would cause them to panic and run away Sometimes he's associated as he's Hermes' son with a nymph. Sometimes he's associated with Dionysus as his father. 
or gave birth to Dionysus, even though we've already established that Dionysus is actually Zeus's child. There's a myth that his mother is Penelope, the wife of Odysseus, and the myth was that Penelope slept with 108 suitors while Odysseus was away and gave birth to Pan. And in the original podcast, I had likened that to Freddy Krueger, who was the son of a thousand maniacs. <laughs> I don't remember you saying um, this. Most of the most of the other stories do make him older than the Olympians because it is said that he gave Artemis her hunting dogs and possibly taught the secret of prophecy to Apollo. I have some follow-up. And yes, I have a follow-up. If if it's a hundred and eight suitors, I wonder who the last suitor was because last week on the show or two weeks ago on the show, you said uh, you're only as fun as the next guy in the orgy. So I want to know. <laughs> Who the last guy in the you orgy was? <laughs> I wrote that down. Uh, I, I need to know who like put an end to it for Penelope. Like she was like, "Well, that's it. No more after this one." Well, that's why there's not 109. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's the bottom that's of that a, barrel? That's going on the list of uh, terms we need to remember. What if it's Aries? Uh, what if Aries be at the bottom of the barrel? <laughs> She's like, "No, this isn't for me." Yeah, the 108th one was like, ah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just can't do it anymore. Chuck, I got a headache. <laughs> like, my machine fell out at 107. Right. I'm done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that the 108th probably wasn't his father. <laughs> uh, he, he's a little rapey, like they do. Dionysus wasn't rapey like Pan was, but. Pan just that I, I'm not excusing it because I don't excuse Zeus. I shouldn't excuse Pan, but I like Pan better. Uh, uh, one of his famous myths is the origin of his pan flute. You know the the reeds. Mm -hmm. um, it said that there was a wood nymph that he wanted to have, um, and she ran away because she didn't want to listen to him anymore and have mm -hmm. sex with him. And he chased her all. Well, actually, the, it actually says she didn't want to hear his compliments anymore. But I, I don't think that that's what was going on. <laughs> unless She's like, like, dude, really? Put the dick away. No, I'm good. Unless Thanks. he was like, hey, baby, hey, baby, hey, baby. Right? Oh, my God. That's everybody um, at your office when you wear a nicer-than-usual shirt. Oh. No <laughs> Anytime I wear a tank top. <laughs> because he wouldn't leave her alone, she cried out to her sisters, and they changed her into a reed. But because Pan was still that into her, he turned her, he took some of the reeds. <laughs> Because he couldn't figure out which one she was and formed the musical instrument of so he could blow her <laughs> pretty much yeah 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 um which is not nice um uh he also like, like, i understand you turn yourself into a reed but i'm gonna blow you anyway right like i'm gonna put my mouth on you all the time all the time <laughs> play you um, like a fiddle baby <laughs> yeah uh which is kind of gross um, he also is responsible for Echo. It was a different time. Yeah, but it's still, yeah. yeah. Uh, Echo was a nymph who was a great singer and dancer, but she wouldn't have sex with any man. And to, to Pan, this was like an affront because singing and dancing is his thing. And then she wouldn't, she didn't want to be part of the orgy because she heard stories <laughs> from Penelope and maybe 108 guy was there. 
<laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, the bad oh, one's yeah, here. Yeah, my vagina on the floor over there. Don't do 108 guys. <laughs> right. Um, and he, so he got mad and he instructed his followers to kill her. Uh, she was torn to pieces and spread all over the earth. Then the goddess Gaia received the pieces of Echo, whose voice remains repeating the last words of others. Mm. Um, there's also another story where it was actually narcissist. Um, she causes narcissist to fall into the pool because she just keeps repeating his words. Mm. He also loved another nymph who was turned into a pine tree to escape him. Uh, you have to love how like back in the Greek times that they're like, look, we understand you're being pursued. We're going to turn you into this duck or right. It was always a plan or reed or you're going to be a pine cone to get away from no, the day. You know what I just figured out? I just figured out why they didn't turn them into other animals, Teresa. Because Melissa. Poseidon changes into that animal. Or Zeus does. Or so Zeus. They figured, Zeus. Yeah. So they were like, we better turn them into a tree. That's not even a deterrent for Zeus. Zeus is like, I'm going to fuck that swan. <laughs> like, oh, look, you turned yourself into a bird. Cluck, cluck, baby. Zeus <laughs> like, is that a horse? I love horses. <laughs> I made those. Check out my swinging horse cock. I'm like, look, it, I'll be right back. Just hold on. Let me tune into something a little more comfortable. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it took you this long to figure that out. You know what's um, funny? It's like, I wonder if that's why some of the, like, they have those pictures of the naughty trees. Oh, right. Trees look like, like, you know, a well-formed ass. (laughs) I just thought of the last unicorn in the animation of that tree. (gasps) It's Pan's tree. (laughs) That is Pan's tree, what I ever saw. Oh, my God. Like, that tree is beautiful. Love, 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 love. If Pan could be a tree, and if Pan is a typical guy, he would definitely give himself boobs. So it could be like, love, 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 love. Yeah. I feel like also... Pan probably smelt like um, very musky. Mm. Wet dog. And I don't mean because of the goat. Like he just smelt like like man smell that is cool for like ten minutes and then it's not. A guy after yeah. a concert where you're like, oh, and it smells like rock like concert, and then ten yeah. minutes later you're like, like a con funk. No, thank you. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. He is also very famous because he he learned how to masturbate from Hermes. And then decided to teach it to the shepherds. <laughs> Might be why they worship him. I love to think about Hermes <laughs> looking at Pan and going, oh my god, bro, have you even tried jerking off? It's the fucking best. Yeah. And then Pan and then going, Pan... oh my god, I gotta share, this is worthy of everything. <laughs> right. Like, he's like, I gotta go to the shepherds on the hill. Like, <laughs> I mean, um, Having trouble sleeping? Yeah. Have a wank. This is amazing. <laughs> he, um, his greatest conquest was that he slept with the moon goddess Selene. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, now, wow. it was pointed out the last time we did Pan because I didn't get this until it was brought up. So he accomplishes this by wrapping himself in a sheepskin to hide his hairy black goat form and draws her down from the sky into the forest where he seduces her. It was also pointed out that I was like, why would he put sheepskin over his goat form? That's it was probably a condom. Mm. Sheepskins were made out of condoms. Oh, so that's why he didn't have a kid with Celine. <laughs> Safety first, or maybe that's where they got the idea. He's like, don't worry, I'll wrap it, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm disease free, right, so I can use life. one of those the animal skin ones. You know, it's just pregnancy we gotta worry about. I didn't. 
So I'm not like my mom <laughs> fucked 108 guys or whatever. <laughs> right. Not a whore. <laughs> not a slut. Um, I, have, I have standards. He was actually very easy to worship. Um, he didn't have temples, being as his the entire nature, caves, grottos were considered his sacred spaces. He definitely, so like Dionysus in respect, wherever, so if you were worshiping in like a, a uh, forest that had like heavy pine trees or something, whatever nymphs were associated with that were also Yeah. He is known as the patron of what is called panic sex, and it's sex for the sake of blood and physical satisfaction. So he's not the one that you want to talk to if you're looking to fall in love. He does not care about love. He's very anti-monogamy, um, and he has no longtime girlfriends or partners. He loved everyone, pansexual. Uh, not what I originally thought it was, but it still fits. <laughs> well, I, was I remember we were like, the, do they love goats? I thought that's what pansexual was. And that's what I thought too. That was my pagan brain working. <laughs> I was with you with that. Because I was like, wait a minute, is that legal? Um, when people worship Pan in one of his grottos, they seldom did it alone. Um, at the bare minimum. <laughs> Although he would get behind a little bit of alone. You they said rarely. You could do it alone. I mean, clearly he was into masturbation. Um <laughs> With He's like, get the yeah. one, the egg one, but get it the double egg. That's the good one. <laughs> so when they left him offerings, they left him honey, wine, and then they also left cakes for whatever nymph was also associated with the area. So the nymphs were worshipped as well. Again, I always pictured Pan with like a pack. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I never pictured him solo. Like it was never... Like you said, he was never like an alone practitioner. It was always like Pan and the sprites or Pan and the nymphs and Pan and right. the forest. Right. He, managed, he definitely managed to carry that over in whatever stories, even yeah. more modern-like stories. He's definitely associated with other people. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons that he's also um, very endeared to his worshipers was because if you were going to sacrifice something it was a male goat uh with his sexual organs intact but after um the sacrifice everyone got to eat the meat so it wasn't just given to the temple and then like you know poor people weren't allowed to eat it so you, it was basically a feast yeah um then they would uh they real they started to uh degenerate into insult contests between male and female per participate participants excuse me and go these insults were generally coarse and sexually provocative. And again, it was one of the few times that males and females could participate on an even ground. Uh, the, per the point was to um, get a lot of energy in the room and create a charged atmosphere. Uh, I already told you about what he does for humanity. There then he doesn't want people messing up his nature or his shepherds. He doesn't really get involved. Mm -hmm. um, there's no stories of him having... Petty or unpetty, he just doesn't get involved. Um, <laughs> the only other thing was that he had, apparently Pan was a big nap guy. Mm -hmm. And there was a time of day that um, nobody was allowed to disturb him. But I think what it was, was it was actually the time of day probably where the sun was the highest. Like in Mexico, where they take fiestas, Yeah, um, the shepherds also would rest 
for a couple of hours and it turned into nobody could wake pan for his um for his nap glorious um he did not like absolute quiet and stillness Hmm. uh if 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 it was too quiet he Hmm. would um make a lot of noise and fill it with silliness Mm. uh let's see well that would make sense because if you think about when you're in the forest um normally when it gets quiet something's bad like something's happening or something you know because when you go to a forest you have all the sounds of nature and you have all the birds and you have everything and once you don't have that something is not right right usually a storm an earthquake yeah like something's coming or there's hunters around or there you know people or a storm or you know something's off that's making everybody quiet right um so he did have a couple of kids uh us is was um so this is why he couldn't really be related to Dionysus and in, in that he came from Dionysus because Silenus was another satyr who was actually in the story of Dionysus tutored Dionysus so that was definitely Pan one of Pan's sons had a bunch of satyr children that aren't named um he had a daughter named Inix. Um, she actually cast a spell on Zeus, which fought, caused him to fall in love with Io. Um, and then Hera got mad at her and turned her into a bird. She's also responsible for the term jinx. I would say I remember that. I know that name. It's in bells yeah. in my head. He had two sons who um, lived on the mountain with the muses. Um, one of who introduced applause. Because when he would clap his hands when he was a little kid at the singing of the muses, this would make them very happy and it turned into applause. Oh, um, he had Aww. 12 other sons who worked with the divine, but none of them were named. So there may be other, he did not have famous <laughs> children because he just didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> there are uh, no offspring over there. That's a. Simon, that's right. Phil, <laughs> um, that's Jeff. Don't worry about them. <laughs> comforting. Um, his Roman name is Faunus or Fawn, and in Rome, he's still the god of nature, but they took all, all of his sexuality. Um, his legacy to this day, he's definitely, both him and Dionysus are definitely the horned one from Celtic mythology, or at least pictures that we have of them. Pan is directly related to pictures of Satan. If you look at pictures of Satan, he has the hoofs and the horns. Um, he gave us panic flutes he's the reason we have orgies uh peter pan is actually named after him um but not because of the sex but because of the fact that while peter pan was like never supposed to grow up he was also responsible for uh neverland's ecosystem yeah uh and that is pan in a nutshell he's also a very heavy player in percy jackson and the olympians Teresa will throw in Percy Jackson every chance she gets. I will do it. <laughs> I will do it. That He's is... a heavy player, but you don't see him. No, because Grover's always hunting for him because he went into hiding because of modern right. society is ruining his, his nature. And he's like, I don't like right. that, so I'm, I'm going to hide out for a bit. And I won't spoil what happens, but Grover goes on the hunt for Pan. And maybe he finds him. Maybe he doesn't. Read the books, find out. <laughs> So Mel, do you well, have any questions? Do you have questions about Pan? Uh, could be anything. No, I didn't know that we. I I was supposed to like hold 
questions till the end. No, you weren't. <laughs> I just didn't know if you had any. You were not supposed to hold okay. any questions. There are no dumb questions, even like we we assigned them at the time uh, what they were the modern god of. Not that I wrote those down. Oh, right. I should have, but I didn't. So I don't remember what Pan is. The I thought we god decided of. Pan was like the modern god of Pornhub or something. Yeah, it was like dick pics or some such. Yeah. Was, no. Yeah. Was dick pics. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Zeus was dick. What we'll say he's he, we'll say he's Pornhub or internet porn or. I mean, orgies have lasted the time. Like, yeah, I was going to say orgies are kind of timeless. Yeah, <laughs> good old timeless orgy. <laughs> timeless orgies. Uh, They've carried for <laughs> centuries and centuries. <laughs> well, there's the meme, the meme going around Facebook where people are like, you know, at the end of the time of plagues, um, you know, you're supposed to have orgy once like the plague ends, like a big party and an orgy. And people are like, all right, no. Who's planning? I, I tell you, I would be the idiot that would survive the entire pandemic, have an orgy, and get clowned. I was <laughs> oh, I was gonna say you're the kind of you're the kind of luck that you'd go to the after apocalypse orgy and you'd get guy 108. Yeah, <laughs> that would be my luck. That would be my luck. I'd be like, hey, I'm here for the. Oh, you guys are done already. Oh, we're done. You'd be late. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, well, that really got it lasted longer. I brought you. You're like, it's fine. I'm gay anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know what kind of cheese platter does one bring to an orgy. <laughs> Lunchable. No dip. No dip. Right? You're like, I baked you this orgy cake. <laughs> oh my god, Sid's pan. Sid's pan taught the shepherds uh, how to masturbate. You'd bring shepherd's pie, of course. Right? Ew, right? oh no! <laughs> <laughs> well, with the side of this, got a team, really. <laughs> I mean, real shepherd's pie. I was pie just thinking about the mashed potatoes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll relax. I used light cream in the mashed potatoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god. Shepherd's pie, the way to make 107 go down. <laughs> I guess 108 is me at midnight running out of potatoes being like, I knew I was going to run out of potatoes. <laughs> You're like, look, I only made enough for 107, guys, really. <laughs> what the fuck off? My cervix is over there. Go get it. It looks like an oh. acorn. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Okay. Well, right, now we that we're move on to Hegate now, what's well, kind of funny? Did you guys see that they said that now because of um, all the overuse of antibiotics due to COVID, that there's like a massive gonorrhea explosion? Oh my gosh! See, that's why I'm not going to the orgy. Right. So we can't go to the COVID after party orgy because we don't. Be... <laughs> well, not in the good way. Literal and figurative. Oh, good. Uh, now that we're <laughs> thoroughly oversexed, we can move on to the virgin goddess that is Hecate, in which no right. sex is going to happen uh -huh. here. Well, there goes all the dick pics. She wants she no, no dick pics. She's like, no. But she has that old uh, air about her where, like, if you're thinking of sending one, she'll just give you the look and you will not send one. <laughs> She'd be, be like, no. hey, Hecate, I got... She's like, do not think of it. And they're like, never mind. I'll send it to Aphrodite. That's fine. 
Like, don't worry. I don't want to waste this pick. It's the best pick. <laughs> That's Poseidon. There was really good lighting. There was really good lighting. It was Morningwood, the best one. <laughs> it's Poseidon. He's like, Zeus's lightning bolt was in the background and everything. It's perfect. Jesus. <laughs> Hecate's like, well, good. Send it to the Times or whatever, but not send it to me. <laughs> Not interested. Like, you know, we'd love it. Pin. Pin wants to see it. <laughs> he would. And then he's going to start like a riffing contest on dissing that dick pic because he's got the better dick pic. And then it dissolves from there. <laughs> Experience insults over dick pics. That would, be, that would be perfect for them. Okay, well, heck Holy it. crap. What? What? I'm sorry. I just picked up Statue of Pan. Oh, my bad. I was like, did you find that dick pic of Poseidon with the lightning in the background? Apparently <laughs> she did. No, go ahead. Go, go, go. Let's move away from the penis. <laughs> what? It's bigger than the whole, it's taller than him. I bet. It's like, it's like, okay, this one is not like a, this is not an old one. Somebody clearly made this. <laughs> but I'll just send you guys. Oh, terrific. Sandy. I can't wait to see. I think we made him the god of glory holes, maybe, because of all of his erection oh, statuary. It is an entirely solicited dick pic. Send away. Uh. <laughs> Fire at will. Uh, now check your Gmail message. Oh. oh. Oh, okay. If it's on Etsy, that means, like, somebody handcrafted this. That's what I'm saying. But the expression that... Oh. oh Behold! It is behold. This is pretty. Wait, good where'd stuff. you send it? I send it in Messenger. On Facebook? No. On Gmail. Gmail. I don't see it. Okay, hold on. I'll send it to you. Here. <gasps> I need to see. Oh. Here, I'll send it to you. Okay. And then we we really got to move on to Hecate. We really do. We have to get away from all this yes. oversexed business. And Penis has hijacked this whole bit of business. I mean, that's way bigger than the Greeks would have liked. <laughs> The Greeks were into a very small bit of business. Uh, Hecate was into no business. She is the goddess of Greek <laughs> mythology and uh, capable of both good and evil. She was indifferent on whatever your crossroads w desire was. She didn't judge you for it, but maybe she gr uh, granted it. Maybe she didn't. Uh, she's associated with witchcraft, magic, the moon, doorways, creatures of the night, like hellhounds and ghosts. She's often depicted carrying a torch, usually two, uh, to remind of her connection with the night. Uh, in sculpture, she often has three faces, and uh, this represents her guardian as the of the crossroads. Now, I recently was doing a little bit more uh, research into her, and the three faces, although in modern paganism, uh, you saw it. Oh man, look at her face. <laughs> I could take Candy to get a word in on this dick stuff. I'm sorry. It's Go ahead. I'm listening. So it's just so big. It's just like it is so sculpted nicely. It is. Somebody put a lot of thought and energy into that pan. Somebody's getting that for their birthday. Like, what's this next new theater we could possibly do? I mean, it's like his if I saw that, I'd be like, I need like half of that. That is too much. <laughs> if anything. Oh, you know what I mean? I'd be like, that's just too much. Challenge accepting. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd just shrink it down a bit, would you? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, so in my research for Hecate, <laughs> in modern paganism, girl, uh, her three faces are often considered the maiden, mother, and crone. But as a virgin goddess, that not that it doesn't make sense, but uh, it's it's more likely that she would have been the crone figure in the triad of Persephone, Demeter, and herself. So mm. the maiden being Persephone, the mother being Demeter, and the crone being Hecate, because she is so old. Uh, it was also suggested that the three faces are the past, present, and future, representing the crossroads. And also the, the sky, the earth, and the sea, because uh, those are gifts to her as well. I like that version. I do too. Yeah. I liked all three of those. I was like, Whew. because yeah, I do too. I think the sky, the earth, and the sea is pretty though. It is. Yeah. And in modern art, she is depicted much younger, and I don't know if that is because people are oversexed after looking at pictures of Pan like that that they just went over and drew her with a big rack and and a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of like slits up the skirts and she's like, welcome to the crossroads and. <clears throat> she definitely has a rasp that I currently have. Is vocal fry? <laughs> She's got that. She's like, welcome. Hot. <laughs> but in reality. But I think back in the back then though, they like oversexualized everything. They did, but in old art, she's old in her depictions. Yeah, but they still would have had her at the orgy. <clears throat> I mean, she would have like walked by and been like, oof, looks horrible, and kept walking. And, and went to like so Hestia's like, house. It's like you guys are gonna regret this later. Bye. She's like, this looks terrible. Don't come to my crossroads with whatever you caught. You can ask Probably Apollo for help, cone. and he's not gonna help you. Start throwing pine cones at people. <laughs> uh, her, according to Hesiod in his Theon Theogony. Hecate is the daughter. Oh, I know, I know. I, you know what? When we do the Norse gods, I watch me get every single one of those. Like somewhere in my like German base code, oh. I know them already. <laughs> uh, Perseus and Astria are her parents, making her the granddaughter of Phoebe and Coeus, the Titans. Um, Euripides says that her mother is Leto, but that doesn't feel like it is because. Leto is the mother of Apollo and Artemis. Somebody else claimed that she was the daughter of Zeus and Demeter. Mm, I don't think so either. Mm. Uh, but that's only because she's associated with Demeter pretty heavily. They say that Hecate witnessed the abduction of Persephone. And so she helped Demeter look for Persephone in the underworld. And Persephone always took a, a little bit of a shine to her. And therefore so did Hades because she made... Uh, Persephone feel at home. I don't know if she like spruced up the place or whatever, but like made her feel more comfortable in the underworld. She's like, it's not so bad. Come on, man. This is nice. Look, it's like a gray. It looks like the inside of a better homes and gardens or something. So uh, she was allowed to come and go as she pleased as a thank you from Hades. Uh, so sometimes she guides spirits down to the underworld and she takes Persephone to and from for the switching of the seasons. So she walks her down and walks her back up when the time comes. It's pretty good of her. She didn't have to do that, but she did do that. She's like a favorite aunt to Persephone. She really is. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, that's all right. Look, we're, we're going to make the best. 
of whatever this is. <laughs> Hesiod uh, thought she was the best because in all her his writings of her, uh, he he just heaps on favor. Uh, it says that Zeus gave her splendid gifts, a share of the earth and the unfruitful sea and the heavens, which were him and his brothers. Uh, explicit domain, but uh, he he carved out a little bit for her. He never came after her in the naughty way that Zeus would have. Kill him. <clears throat> Nobody went after her actually. <laughs> like uh, they were scared. They were. They, no, yeah. Nobody even like gave her like a. Are you thinking about it? Like none of it. <laughs> They're like definitely not thinking about it, <laughs> and certainly not with you. <laughs> whenever any one of men on earth offers rich sacrifices and prayer and prays for favor uh, he calls upon Hecate and great honor comes fully and easily to him whose prayers the goddess receives favorably and she bestows wealth upon him for sure uh, for the power is surely with her that is from Hesiod because he, he liked her so much he loved her <clears throat> Even Kronos no. did nothing wrong to her. Like, when he was Kronosing it up and being like, I gotta make sure that I eat all my children and nobody can kill me and I have to be a general <laughs> scourge on this planet, except to Hecate. So, like, essentially, Hecate is the not-you version of fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, not you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Both in the literal and figurative Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is associated with the darker side of the human experience death magic witchcraft the moon dreams she's also considered um the goddess that you would pray to for prof not prophecy like apollo style prophecy but like uh i guess if you were doing like tarot or um that kind of divination like an insight like a foresight right yeah not in the Apollo way. Not the Apollo. Well, I can't do either either way, so terrific. <laughs> no matter what. It's not coming for me. Her familiars are the black she-dog and the polecat. Uh, they say the dog was Queen Hecuba, who leapt into the sea after the fall of Troy, and the goddess transformed her into a dog. Um, like, there's no need to kill yourself. You could just be my cool dog. And she was like, okay. No, I guess I'm your cool dog. And the pole, the polecat was a uh, witch named Gale that was turned as punishment for... And this the typo is still here. The inconstinence typo. <laughs> she never fixed that. I never fixed that. The polecat's uh, been inconstinent since the beginning of this podcast. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, so... Elethea... Oh, they say it was either uh, a witch named Gal or the midwife of Alcamene. Uh, and Eleithia was pissed off at her and turned her into the polecat. And Hecate was sympathetic about it and was like, you can be my polecat. And she was like, uh, okay, I guess I'm your polecat now. <laughs> and I guess incontinence is meant to be insolence. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but here we are which is funny because uh i copy and paste so wherever i copy and pasted that from has the typo as well has that typo 
That's funny. What if it is incontinent? Well, like Gail the witch couldn't pee or like had spontaneous pee. No, she peed too much. She pees too much and she couldn't hold it. She couldn't hold it. And Hecate's it's like, this is inappropriate. I'll make you a pole cat. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's everywhere. <laughs> you need to stop the leaking because I can't take it. There's not enough mops. <laughs> Everything smells bad. <laughs> Hesiod also says that Hecate supports warriors, athletes, hunters, horsemen, herdsmen, shepherds, fishermen, and children. Her companions are the Furies, uh, who are winged creatures, punish wrongdoing, and Impuse are female demons partial to seducing travelers. Impuse. The Impuse. It's fun to say. It is oh, yeah. I just said Impuse. Impuse. The Impuse. A times. <laughs> uh, it was common practice to place images of the goddess at the city gates, entrances to sacred sites, and the doorways of private homes, where she acted as a protectress to ward off evil spirits. And... I was going to say she's used more for like protection, you know. And um, I, and if I remember correctly, like people, like almost like when they're going into warrior stuff or like fighting or battles and stuff, they call down. I can, um, yes. <laughs> there could be anyway, any way you'd like. Um, when you're like... doing offerings, uh, you can give foods at the crossroads. Um, I mean, if it was a sp like uh, small cakes of eggs, cheese, bread, dog meat, miniature torches. I mean, I don't, listen, shaking her head at this dog okay. meat, but there was one time you had to sacrifice a horse for the sun god, and boy, she it really lost her It wasn't just one horse. Mind. They were, you know what, no. no. <laughs> they were driving horses off a cliff. And my, oh, I remember that one. I remember yeah, that and one. And my husband was four terrified horses. It's like, yeah. you would have Running thought, off a cliff. Helios is just the Red Bull driving all those unicorns into the waves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy about the dog, but I want to believe that she is also Cerberus's mommy. So. <laughs> I think people did that. Like if you like the sacrifice of a goat to Pan or like a horse to not just to Helios, but to Poseidon as well, because he invents horses. Uh, right. It's like the the animal that's associated with the god. They're like, my sacred animal is a dog. They're like, I killed a bunch of dogs in your honor. That is not what I asked for. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right, like you're not supposed to do that. But I like, like that. Do, do an animal that I don't like. You'll be <laughs> like, I sacrificed not a dog because you like dogs and cats. So what do I got here? Some mice? I got some mice. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Here's a spider. <laughs> right. Uh, if it, I guess you would resort to the dogs, especially puppies, if it were like a big situation uh like i consider like the bigger the animal the more dire your need so mm -hmm. like you know if you need well, to yeah, save that's the usually village how they, did it. they usually like work their way up too because like the villagers would be like we killed you this sparrow and they're like well nothing happened uh we killed you this monkey like they, they would work their way up the animal size chain so like they got the desired results yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of this like this like I started with this spider and it did dick, so now we did a uh, cat, and uh, that really didn't do much either. So where's the dog? 
And they kind of did that in the Bible too. Like they went up the chain. They were like, well, that one sacrifice didn't really work. So let's move on yeah. up the chain, you know? And then they got to Forsborns and they're like, well, there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> they're like, we, we sacrificed the best virgin we got. Pretty much. Uh, like she only did 105 at the last orgy. So she's the best. <laughs> uh, Hecate is also known as the tender hearted. A euphemism intended to emphasize her concern with the disappearance of Persephone. Uh, she also takes in stray dogs and stray polecats, you know? Like, she's she's not dead inside. She might be the goddess of, of night and magic and darkness. But, like, she's the cute... She's that cute little animal that's all black and, and it says, I am the night. But it is very cute. All the same. Like yeah, little no, bats. I don't think that she's an asshole. I think she just doesn't suffer fools. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. You know? Yeah. And she doesn't judge your choices. Like, if you need something that, like, a human would consider evil, she might not necessarily consider it evil. She'd be like, well, Yeah, hey, you very ambivalent about that stuff. Very like, like, hey, do what you need to do. Like, you know, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here to Don't judge. shoot your eye out. <laughs> Don't shoot your eye out. <laughs> <laughs> she is one of the chief goddess of the Eleusian Mysteries alongside Demeter and Persephone uh, because of her job as uh, escorting Persephone back and forth. Her pop culture legacy is that she is largely worshipped today by modern pagans. Uh, though I expect it's not quite the same as it used to be. But different times call for different worshipings, mm. I guess. Take it to evolve. Yes. Uh, she's worshipped on the Sabrina show that I didn't watch. She's in <gasps> Shakespeare a bunch of times that I did watch. Wait, I watched watch the Sabrina. original, but I didn't watch no remake. We ain't doing that. Uh, big player. Huge player in Percy Jackson, even. Uh, and she does have her polecat, which is funny because in the books, the polecat farts a lot. So, know that. That was part of the incontinence situation. You know? Like, the more you know. The more you know. And it's smelly farts all day. And she's always like, this polecat and her smelly farts. Like, it is a problem for her in the books. She's like, I'm here with some big magic to help you out on your big magic quest. Oh my god, I am so sorry about that smell. Be like, look, nobody ever said magic smelled good. I'm just saying. She's like, well, here we are. Uh, she's always the I one. Think, Go on. I was gonna say I was. Um, I didn't know if you were done with legacy, but I was gonna say like she's definitely like she's every pagan knows about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and even non pagans know about her on some level. I yeah, know. I've got her somewhere too. I got a, um, yeah, a bookend statue around. of her somewhere behind me. I was gonna. I believe. Yeah, she's in my house somewhere. Right. Um, so I think she's definitely lasted the test of time for sure. Mm. And I think that she's also in a lot of pagans' houses without them even realizing she's there. You know, because you figure if she's represented by the triple moon and she's represented by the triple faces, yep. she's got to be probably in every pagan house, whether or not they know she is or not. Exactly. It's right next to those signs that we all have that say the witch is in and out that right. flips back and forth. <laughs> right. <laughs> that every single one of us have in our house. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knows how they got there, but they are there. 
Right? <laughs> Nobody remembers buying them, but there they are. <laughs> they just materialize once we sign up. We're like, hey, we're yeah. pagan. Where did this sign come from? <laughs> Here's your sign. Here's and your it's sign. A boom over the window somehow. I don't yes. understand. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> she is a virgin goddess, so she had no children. In Rome, she's associated with Diana, probably just because of the moon situation, and sometimes she's connected mm -hmm. to Artemis. And not all virgin goddesses are the same, so... Right. They're I just... think she might also get connected to Artemis because of the the dogs. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, going to yeah. say the huntress. The huntress. Yeah. That might be the confusion with her parentage being uh, some of, sometimes thought to be Leto, but it really is just Artemis. Right. It's just Artemis again. Just Artemis. Well, that's the thing, too, because I think, like we were saying with the pagan usage, too, I you know, I, I think she gets called down a lot for, like I said, like a warrior you know, like battle type stuff and like for strength and, you know, and protectory, protectress kind of jams. You know, you always hear like the the bunnies being like, oh, you know, I'm calling down Hecate because someone pissed me off. Right. She don't you know, like, that's mm -hmm. all I associate her with. Yeah. She's You're like, like oh, you only read the front cover of that book. <laughs> <laughs> Got any follow-up questions about Hecate? 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 Um, I've heard a Hecate okay. every once in a while. I like that. Hecate. 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 Her name's Kate for uh, sure. No. That's what she does when she goes to the store. You can just call me Kate. That's fine. Just Kate. Just Kate. <laughs> she's like, no, thanks. <laughs> I think she's also got that energy. Like, she wouldn't care enough to, like, correct your pronunciation. Not She's really. Like, yeah, that's what it is. That sounds great. Yeah, have a good day. <laughs> I don't think she would correct your... I think she's definitely like one of the goddesses that you could say would understand all about intent. So if yeah. you're like approaching her with respect and whatever, but you're not getting her name right or you're not exactly doing what you're supposed to do, I feel like she'd be like, well, listen, your heart's in the right place. Like, that's Yeah, fine. like you're close enough, you're fine. Right. You know, like I used to tell my guys, because you know, some of my guys used to mess up my name and I'd be like, look, I'll answer anything that starts with an M. <laughs> right. like, like I know you're directing it towards me, so we're good. Like, I I never really took her to be one for um like a vanity. No, no. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when they're like, you have to get my name right, or I'm not. You know, I'm leaving this chat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. any <clears throat> any follow up questions for Miss Hecate? No, I think we kind of went through. Right. Mm, yeah. yeah. So now you must choose. You must choose any kind of question that you would have that would lean you one way or the other. See, I don't know. It's kind of hard because it's like they're not they're not on the same level with right. each other. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of hard. You know because if it's like if I'm going solely on like what I would consider a god or a goddess status, then it would be Hecate. You know because Pan's not really up there with them to me you know what i mean like not that he was like i don't want to well i guess like a lesser god but i don't want to like diminish <gasps> are you differentiating between earth magic and celestial magic yeah, <laughs> i didn't want to come there is earth magic beneath you <laughs> well it's you know beneath your feet really because you could squish it up <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I, I, how do you, you know, what I, like, 
Are yes, we going on formalities or are we going on like whatever you decide is your criteria? We're not here to tell you. You can, I will tell you, Gina based it on a theme song she thought would possibly be playing when this, when one of the gods walked down the street. Yeah, it was Poseidon. She was really into Poseidon. Yeah, she was really into Poseidon. <laughs> well, well, that's understandable because it's Poseidon, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I would put Poseidon on the same level as Hecate. Mm, that's you know what I mean? Like, I would. Because my brother picked Dionysus over Poseidon, and he was like, unless you're a horse, Poseidon doesn't really get the party started. Right, but to be fair, at the beginning of it, he only knew about Poseidon. That's true. And he was pretty biased. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's fine. You you pick whoever you want. You don't even have to, if you just have a gut feeling, you don't even, you just say it's in my gut. Like, well, it's insane. Like, but how do you turn down Pan after that beautiful statue? <laughs> <laughs> And knowing I'm that you're gonna get, ladies. you ain't getting like, no well, play from Hecate. Like, we'll take, no play no, from Hecate. No because she's fan of a dick. Like, <laughs> but I think in 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 if we're going on the god status, it would have to be Hecate because I don't think she's on the same level as him. But if we're going on pure personal enjoyment of which one <laughs> that I would rather hang out in a bar with, it's going to be pain. You have to pick one. <laughs> do you want some hardcore magic or do you want a deep dick in? <laughs> right. I feel like those are, I, no, I wait, get that's it. not really a good question to ask me. <laughs> you still got to make a choice. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm dying here because I'm like, <laughs> deep dick it, deep dick it, dog. <laughs> um, and you said it's going to go up against Dionysus. That's right. And whoever Dionysus is fighting, that will be the last god standing. That'd and this is all purely based on Teresa and I rating them at the beginning and all of our guest stars, mm -hmm. which we did not... Like a lot of the times we thought we had some in the bag and we did not have them in the bag at all. <laughs> no, I really, I was like, oh, this one's in the bag for sure. And then it wasn't. And I was like, huh, interesting. Then we, rarely, like, Wait, we rarely were able to like pick who it was going to be. No, I'm going to have to say Hecate. Okay. You know, because like I said, going up against just for the sheer fact that like it's it's the last god standing mm, as much fair. as i love pan and i personally would want to hang out with pan and get the dick down um <laughs> you know hecate has got to be the the goddess there well I next can get time you, that. next time you have a wank you know? think about pan in his honor well you know yeah i'm gonna take i'm gonna print out a picture of that statue and i'll see you guys in 15 minutes <laughs> the next <laughs> the next uh giant dildo you buy you just name it pan <laughs> there you go there you go and then you know what i'm sure he'll be okay with that pan would be pan would be he'd be like perfect yeah. well as long as it was big enough he'd be like perfect well, mine's a little bigger it's a little, little bigger I'm but... like, this is my pan and he's gonna be like no girl no 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 that's not your I mean, like, manufacturing can only go so far. Mine's, like, a little bigger. <laughs> You're like, I got this pine cone-shaped uh, bullet. He's like, I told you, I like the double it's bullet. My, it's my pan light. <laughs> I think he'll understand. <clears throat> I think so. Melissa, do you have anything to plug? Uh, anything to plug? Yes. Not a hole. Um, right. I'm like, with the pan dildo? <laughs> Wait, That's right. What? No, like your business. Oh, I, I have um, businesses. You have, I have businesses. A few businesses. 
I have businesses. That's right. I am one of those um, professional uh, business owners. That's right. What, um, what are your businesses? I, I make food. I cook food. I cook uh, and cater and I do Mel's Magical Meals. Um, and I have a candle and soap and um, that would be pan approved, actually. Mm. Uh, How about that? <laughs> candle business. Centuries Moonlight. <clears throat> okay. Well, we put the links in the bottom. For you guys to follow, go oh, buy a candle. Go buy a piece of food if you're local or whatever. We'll mail it anyway. I right? I got all avenues of that orgy covered because <laughs> it's like wax play and cake. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, you can find us on all the socials at Facebook and Instagram at Gmail at Last God Standing Pod. On Twitter, we're at uh, Last God Pod. Last God Pod, right? Uh, on Podbean. <laughs> We're hosted at lastgodstanding.podbean.com. Thank you to Mike Giacino for our theme music. And thanks to our listeners. Like, share, and subscribe. Goodbye. Also, we're on Spotify. Oh, we're on Spotify. Give us five stars for Christmas. That would be so nice. It's the end of the world. Yeah. We deserve oh, nice, nice things. <laughs> Do it. Melissa, go give us five stars for crying out loud. I'll go find you wherever I can. Wherever you get your podcast. I liked everything. Apparently, I did it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.